Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma, the place where we've got your NBA, MLB, college football, NFL recap right here with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. We're back for another week of Burgers and Brats. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Matt, lot to dive into today from this past weekend. Shocking weekend of sports, actually. Yeah, a lot going on, that's for sure. A lot going on. So start with the Heat, heat taking game three, 115 to 105. Yeah, well, yeah, Heat um, finally got a win. Looked like could be a sweep, but they did a really good job in, in, in game three. Uh, had a lead uh, for most of it. Lakers came back. And in fact, Lakers came back again in the fourth. Um, kind of the Heat were trying to k- kind of push them off the entire game, but was able to, uh, I mean, do a really good job and, and get the win. In fact, in the fourth quarter, it got a little, cl- I mean, it got close. It was tied at 91 with 8 and 31 to go. He got the lead, and the, the Lakers were just kind of hanging around. But uh, late in the fourth quarter, Heat were able to push push away and uh, a much needed win. Uh, if they lost that game, it was going to be over. Um, but a forty point effort from Jimmy Butler, um, and uh, in fact a double double. Uh, actually, no, a triple double. My bad, triple double, forty points, thirteen assists, and eleven boards. Um, just a great game right there, um, and, and really just um, an awesome an awesome start. And then you got Kelly Olynyk adding seventeen. You got Tyler Hero adding seventeen as well. And then the Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron James um, and Morris and Kuzma, um, the, the big scores for the Lakers. So, Yeah, um, key to this game, uh, Anthony Davis got in foul trouble early. He had two fouls early, so they had to sit him for a while. But otherwise, he, he still didn't get hot. Uh, LeBron with 25-10-8, AD 15-5-3. It's only five rebounds for Anthony Davis the last uh, few games. Even going to the last series, he has not been getting rebounds. So he needs to step up that if they are going to take care of this Heat team. Jimmy Butler, like you said, 40-11-13. Role players, only Kuzma and Marcus Morris uh, were basically the other ones uh, in double uh, double digits. So those other guys got to step up for the Lakers. I don't think Danny Green had zero points. KCP with five. It's hard to get a sweep in the finals. This Heat team made the finals for a reason. Uh, Jimmy Butler is going to carry them. He's got that work ethic. Uh, Lakers in six still. Yeah, um, I mean, right now it is still the Lakers' advantage. Um, Heat do need to win tomorrow night and and try to tie this thing up. And then it really becomes anybody's game. But you really feel the shift. Um, You feel even though the Heat got a win, it's been the Lakers, obviously, when they were up 2-0. I I, I still hope that he can go to seven. I mean, that's my prediction. I'm not changing that. But you, everything feels like it's going L.A.'s way and L.A.'s going to win this thing. But, um, you know, can't count out the heat. This is what they've done in the playoffs. They are a scrappy team that has a, young, a lot of young players that are stepping into big roles. And they've been a surprise team. So we'll see what they can do tomorrow night and try to tie it up. Yeah, it should be a good one tomorrow. Heat are back in the finals. It's finally a series again. So. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, Braxton, uh, you know, we, I think we try to forget um, about this weekend. Um, in fact, I really have probably tried to forget college football um, already. Um, you know, we, we both were watching uh, the game 
Um, again, I try to forget it. Uh, that OU Iowa State game. I really don't want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. So, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, this you can't hate on Spencer Radler for this. Oh, last week he had three interceptions. Three interceptions. I get hate on that game. This week you he had one interception, but he had a great, great game except for that final drive where uh, he just didn't look off the safety, didn't see him. Uh, threw the ball pretty deep, but Rambo Charleston Rambo got. Uh, held so that took off about five yards for him to actually get the ball I mean OU starting one and three for the first time since 2016 but uh, they had Baker Mayfield and they lost to Houston and Ohio State not Kansas State and Iowa State right DBs man uh, I don't know what you can do when your DBs are 5-5 five, five, and you're going to get six four receivers and if you go up as a DB and you're smaller you're going to get a PI calling you probably every time. That's what we saw this past weekend. No matter what, I was going to call the um, PR on the little guy. Defense, Alex Grinch, you're getting paid $1.1 million. Step up, man. Change the game plan. Fix what's going on in the game. If you see something, adjust to it. Uh, throw in the underneath routes. Put a bigger guy on the bigger receivers. Uh, OU defense has not looked good since the early 2010s. Uh, we have not been good. Uh, recently, still don't know how to tackle, still overrun the plays, uh, take terrible angles. It's a tough road ahead. I mean, uh, 2016, the two losses were outside of the Big 12. Uh, OU's won five straight Big 12 championships. Uh, you already got two losses this year. It helps that Texas has a loss already, but you're at the bottom of the conference right now. You can't lose another game. Yes, the Big 12, uh, everyone plays everyone, so there is a chance you still make the Big 12 championship. But it, it is slim chances right now, slim to none right now for OU uh, for the first time in a long, long time. OU just they Spencer Radley, you gotta you gotta hold on hold on to the ball offensive line, gotta get better, open up holes, running games. It's it looked better against Iowa State than it did against Kansas State, but you gotta get that running game established and open up that um often or uh, open up that passing for Spencer Radler. It, it might be it's gonna be a long season for OU. It looks like. Yeah, like you said, I mean, it is uh, a team that they are, they are one and two. They're zero and two in conference play, joining Texas Tech and Kansas. Um, who would have Who would have thought coming into this year that Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Kansas State would all be two and zero, uh, and Oklahoma State, the only team remaining in the Big Twelve that's perfect on the season at three and zero, and seeing what these standings look like. You're right. OU still has a shot to make the Big Twelve uh, championship. Um, college football playoffs out the window. So congrats on that one. Um, again, it just baffles my mind looking at what this team has done in the last two games in games that they've had leads going into halftime or even having a, maybe a lead in the third quarter or even going into the fourth, uh, with that Kansas state game. Uh, I mean, you give credit to Kansas state and Iowa state, but a very, very, very pathetic performance from the defense, um, we are seeing a tale of two halves. I mean, you know, uh, the defense on, in, with Kansas State, I could say we was pretty good in the first half. Second half was awful. I mean, Iowa State it was 17 to 13 at halftime, and but then getting outscored 24 to 13 in the second half. Uh, that's not going to cut it. But you know, it it it's a young team. We'll see where they go. Um, but this is an unranked OU team, and I've in my time here at the university, I've never had to say that. So. Um, that is just weird. It, yep. it, it, it's pathetic, but, you know, it's a young team, and that's that's what's going to happen. You know, you, 
you got to go through your ups and downs. We've been fortunate to go through a lot of ups and not too many downs, but it looks like right now it's just a, it's, there's a, it's a learning curve. Um, all right, so Texas A&M and Alabama played in Tuscaloosa. You know, this yeah, was a – I want to uh, say one more thing about Yeah, go ahead, Bryson. Yeah. So you say it, it is a young team, kind of. Offense, yes. Defense, we've got – Eight out of the 11 starters are juniors and above. So there is no excuse for this defense to be that bad for Alex Grinch to still have a terrible defense against a bad Iowa State and Kansas State team who lost to Sunbelt teams. And OU should have put the game away both games. But the, yes, this team is young on offense. Uh, you can see it in the O-line and quarterback play sometimes. But defense, there should be no excuse for that. They're old. Yeah. They're experienced. Yep, there, there should be no excuse um, on defense. You're all right about that. Um, all right, so let's look ahead. Let's look at uh, Texas A&M and Alabama. They played over the weekend. Uh, I think it – I mean, I didn't get the exact score prediction right, but I, I call it Bama was going to blow them out, and that's what they did. Uh, 52-24 win over A&M. So i got to ask you, Braxton, um, you know, when you think of Jimbo Fisher, um, <laughs> what is, – is he going to be able to do anything with A&M are they going to get anywhere in the SEC? Um, your thoughts on on this on this matchup, but also just where is A and M going to be going? I mean, A uh, and M stayed in the game for a while. Uh, they had it tied up, or at least down by seven. Uh, had a few turnovers, got um, some touchdowns early in. A and M is just overranked, like they always are. It's A and M in Texas will, at least for the at least for the last decade, next few years to come until they finally show production, they're going to be overranked. Uh, Jimbo Fisher has not helped uh, A&M, not since Kevin Sumlin. They, they still haven't been good since then. For the, I mean, A&M's going to A&M. It, they're not going to be back for a while. They play in a, they play in a tough conference. Uh, they're playing these tough teams, especially when you lose that big to Alabama early in the year. It's going to hurt and it's going to um, downgrade your season. You're not going to think you can win games. But uh, A&M, I don't see them going far. I mean, it's the SEC. It's A&M. It's what they do. Yep. We also and had I, a great yeah. – oh, go ahead. Um, about the game, too, I want to say Najee Harris, uh, only 43 yards on 12 attempts. He did have two touchdowns, but Bama's got to get that uh, running game going. Uh, Mac Jones, 435 yards, four touchdowns, and a stupid interception. But – uh, they got to get that uh, running game going if they want to contend the SEC. I mean, they they will, but uh, they got to get that going. Yeah, um, and you know, Bama will continue to be dominant. I mean, nothing's changed there. Okay, great matchup coming into the weekend. Did not have a great score, but in Auburn and in Georgia, uh, Georgia winning twenty-seven to six. I was expecting a little bit more out of Auburn, maybe a little closer of a game. Um, they just could not get it going, uh, Georgia. Um, had a had a really good game and uh, got off to a hot start early. They were up twenty four to three at halftime. Um, thoughts on that game, Braxton? Yeah, we we both picked Auburn. That was not a good pick. Uh, didn't know how Georgia uh, QB battle would go this, uh, this last week. Who would be starting? Uh, but Stetson Bitten or Bennett, uh, two hundred forty yards, only one touchdown. That's all he needed. Uh, Bo Nix, forty one passes for only one hundred seventy seven yards, no touchdowns, one interception. <laughs> and your Auburn running back, Tank Bisbee, 38 rushing yards, and he was your leading receiver with 68 yards. So Auburn's got to get the ball going on offense. Uh, Georgia looked good. They were up early, or they were up big at halftime. The, they didn't need to do anything second half. Uh, Bo Nix just did not look uh, like Bo Nix. 
Yep. And uh, final game we want to talk about, that Memphis-SMU game. SMU starting 4-0, and Memphis drops to 1-1. This was a really good back-and-forth game. Um, SMU was leading by four um, at halftime, um, and it came down to a field goal to win the game for SMU. Um, So is is SMU, you know, they're they're not ranked right now, but – could this be a team to, as the season progresses that maybe people need to give a little respect to? I mean, Shane Bouchelle, 474 yards passing, three touchdowns. I mean, should people be giving more respect to what SMU's doing? Yes. I mean, SMU had a double, I think they had a double digit lead in the first quarter, uh, more than that, but uh, Memphis got, um, got it close. I love this SMU team. Four and zero, oh, put them in the top ten, baby. Um, they're they're a really good team, led by Shane Bruchel, who's done really good. Great week last week, like you said, almost five hundred passing yards. Uh, only problem, um, only seventy five rushing yards as a team this week. Uh, so they've got to get that running game. Look, these last these few games we've been talking about, no running game. Uh, so you can't win without running. Uh, you're gonna have to get that better. Uh, but, yeah, this SMU team, I love them. I love what Shane Bichelle is doing down there. All right. Any other college stuff you want to talk about before we head on to the NFL? No, I'm just excited for the next week picking. There are going to be some good games. OU Texas won't be as good, but uh, there's some other good games going on this week. Yes, sir. All right, let's talk about the NFL. So, Thursday night, we had a battle of 0-3 and 0-3. I mean, if you tell me, okay, what would you rather watch? Thursday night football, um, you know, watch the news – Watch C-SPAN. Um, you know, I would say still Thursday night football, even as bad as this game, as bad as these teams were. Um, this was an ugly game. This is not a, a matchup that you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to see Denver and the Jets. Like, yes, I look so forward to teams that have not been good for a while. So, look, you got Broncos winning this game. I know you were happy about this, Braxton, but did you see after the game the controversy right when the clock hit zero? Uh, head coach for the uh, Denver uh, Broncos, Vic Vangio, telling his players, get off the field, don't shake their hands. He was pretty ticked off at the last minute of the game with the Jets, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, they sent blitzes and just pounded our quarterback, uh, Brett Ripon. So, I mean, he got hit, I think, uh, four plays in a row, just decleated. I mean, Vangio shouldn't have... Um, put him in that situation, but hey, uh, don't shake hands, don't get COVID, and you see what happens with the Rams and the Giants, you get fist thrown um, after the game with some tension. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, this, I mean, and you're you're a Jets team that's 0-4 now. I mean, it. this Adam Gase is going to get fired at some point this season or at the end of it. Um, this team has just got no future. Um, that's what who the Jets are, and so you know, good job, Broncos, getting your first win. But, yeah, I mean, why are you taking dirty shots when you have nothing to talk? You have nothing to back it up. <laughs> I mean, you are just the Jets. You are the laughing stock of the NFL. Yep. Um, good win for the Broncos. Brett Ripon, uh, his first start, 242 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. One of them was just a bad, should have thrown it away. Another pick six. Uh, those can be fixed. Uh, Melvin Gordon got his 50th career touchdown and 107 yards, two touchdowns. So, I mean, Broncos look pretty good. I mean, it's against the Jets, but um, overcame their turnovers and got the win. So, win's a win. That's right. Now, let's move to Dallas. Well, this was not a great game for the Cowboys. It was a high-scoring affair. 
Uh, Baker Mayfield and the Browns coming down to Dallas, and they they put it on him. The Cowboys' defense, one of the worst. If not, well, uh, they're right there, one of the worst in the league. Uh, Browns 49, Cowboys 38. Dak Prescott continues to dominate as a quarterback. 502 yards, 41 for 58 passing attempts, and uh, four touchdowns. And, again, the offense is not the problem. The defense is every bit of the problem. The Cowboys' defense has given up 39, 38, and 49 points in the last three games after holding the Rams to just 20 on week one. Um, they've got a major problem in Dallas if they want to right the ship. It's They've got all the offensive weapons, but with injuries, and they've got no defense uh, to stop anybody. And, um, you know, we, we were joking. Everyone's been joking about the NFC East and uh, how, I mean, it's so wide open. Uh, Cowboys can still win. Anybody could win that. Um, but the Eagles went leading the division when they uh, only have one win. It, it's crazy, Braxton. Um, I'm not giving up hope on the Cowboys. I hope they'll figure it out defensively. Um, but this may just be the team that's going to be the team this year. Uh, so I, I don't know. But um, they've got the offensive pieces. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, OU might win the NFC East. That's how bad it is this year. Exactly. But um, I, I picked the Browns. I was kind of just throwing it out there. I didn't know if they could actually get it done. But 49 points uh, down in Jerry World. Dak has 1,500 yards passing on the year. What? That's a record, isn't it, uh, through the first few games? Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, Baker Mayfield uh, just getting it done with 165 yards, two touchdowns. He hasn't been that great this year, but he's just or passing wise, but he's getting the job done. They're three and one. Um, Kareem Hunt, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Looks like Nick Chubb is going to be out six weeks, so uh, they've got um, good running backs in their system, so that won't hurt the Browns as much. OBJ, 81 yards, two touchdowns, and a nice reverse touchdown to seal it away. Um, this Browns team's looking pretty good. This is the Browns team we've been expecting the last three years. Yeah. Oh man, it it uh, they they're off to a great start. I mean, what through uh, four games they're three and one and uh, right? Yeah. No, yep, uh, three and one. Yeah, three and one. And uh, I saw something funny that someone posted that uh, you know comparing Kevin Stefanski to uh, Hugh Jackson. Remember Hugh Jackson with the. Uh, former, former coach of the Browns, and it took him like 40 games to reach three wins. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, it took him four. So things are changing in Cleveland, and that's for the better. Uh, let's talk about the Saints-Lions game. Saints uh, were down in a hole early this one, 14-0, but quickly, like they like what Drew Brees can do, quickly just change the score like that. They win by six over the Lions. Braxton, this Lions team has won two games since October 27th, 2019. They beat the Giants back then, and they beat Arizona um, this season, but they have two wins on the season. And again, I think uh, Matt Patricia is going to be gone as well by the end of the season. If he makes it through the season, there's some trouble in Detroit. Uh, they they need a better head coach. Um, they, they need some help up there in Detroit. Yeah, Saints down early uh, came back, even though the Saints were injured this week. They had a lot of um, people injured for this game. Lions, why is Patricia not been fired, even though um, he's lasted longer than anyone else, and he has not gotten any wins? Um, surprising, but um, pick the Saints to win the Super Bowl for a reason. Uh, Brees has still got it. Uh, so, I mean, win's a win, right? Win is a win. Hey, another win, an undefeated 4-0 record right now for the Seattle Seahawks. They beat the Dolphins 31-23. Russell Wilson continues to be on a tear. He was 24 for 34, 360 yards, 
two touchdowns. He's got 16 TDs and two uh, interceptions through four games. He is uh, looking like uh, definitely an MVP uh, front runner right now, um, or at least one of them. Uh, you know, you might put, obviously, you have Mahomes, maybe what Dak's doing, uh, at least yardage-wise, puts him up there. I mean, there's a couple of different MVP candidates, but being 4-0 also helps your standing. Um, a big win. Dolphins almost had a shot. I mean, uh, give Fitz Magic some love because he has done really well with the Dolphins so far. Um, so, I mean, you think yeah, you think the Dolphins, uh, the Seahawks, Braxton, can keep it going? Uh, how long do you think they can keep that undefeated streak alive? I think they can go for a while. They're playing great. They've played uh, Patriots, Cowboys. They've gotten wins and all those. They're they're playing really good. So I think I think they can keep it going for a while. And this team can definitely have a deep run in the playoffs as of right now. And they do have kind of a semi-tough schedule. Maybe not these next two games. They've got Vikings at home, and then they're at the Cardinals. But then they do play at home to the 49ers and at the Bills. So you know maybe they can go six and zero, and then that first tough test. I'm you know not trying to knock on uh, Kyler is a tough test. You know I don't want to knock the Cardinals. Vikings uh, they just got their first win, uh, so I'm not really. Uh, going to give them much love but uh you know maybe they could go a good six and oh before they get to that 49ers matchup uh which you know that division matchup right there and and even that I division think they matchup can, with the cardinals you know i think they can make it to the bills i think they can yeah they look good they've got pieces when you've got russell and, and you've got a uh, metcalf and tyler lockett chris carson i mean he they've got all kinds of weapons to use uh they're a really good team Let's take a look now at, at the Bucks and Chargers. Tom Brady gets it done again. They were down in this game. Um, tough news for both teams. O.J. Howard, tight end out of uh, Tampa Bay. He's out for the season with an Achilles injury. And Chargers, they're going to lose running back Austin Eckler for an extended period of time, more like four to six weeks um, is what with a knee, a hyperextended knee. 69 passing yards. Uh, the Bucks outscored. The Chargers, twenty-four to seven in the second half. What What are your thoughts on this uh, this this Tampa Bay team, Braxton? We said this was going to be a very tough division, and it, it's proven. Here you go. Uh, this Tom Brady's living up to it. Yeah, it's sad to say Tom Brady had five touchdowns this week. It's sad. I guess they still got it down in Tampa, or I guess Brady still got it. Yeah, Tampa, that's all I had to say. I mean, on that. Tampa Bay three and one, Saints and and Carolina. Carolina's won back to back. They're two and two. Falcons row and three. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I see this can be a really good battle um, for the division um, as we watch how this season goes on. Speaking of the Panthers, they did beat the Cardinals 31 to 21. Kyler Murray, 24 of 31, 133 yards, three touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater, 26 for 37, 276 yards, two touchdowns and interception. We've got back to back dubs now for new head coach Matt Rule. Um, wow. Uh, this. This Panthers team, they don't have Christian McCaffrey, but they've got Mike Davis, and they've won back-to-back. Can this Carolina team, Braxton, pass the Saints and even try to win and take the division right if in Tampa Bay or whoever ends up getting it? Is this Panthers team, can they be for real? They can be for real, but they're not taking it from Tampa or the Saints. Just saying that. Uh, I knew this division is probably the toughest in football. Glad the Panthers are finally showing back up. Uh, so uh, they're they're a good team, but I don't think that they're not going to win the division. Panthers are going to see in the next four games the Falcons. They're going to get their two games out of the way at Falcons next week. They're at home to the Bears. 
they're at the Saints and then they're home to the Falcons. So, yeah, that, that could be a very tough stretch right there. Um, Colts and Bears, Braxton, this is uh, – um, well, this was not really an exciting game. Um, Colts winning 19-11. to um, Allen Robinson for the Bears, seven receptions, 101 yards, a touchdown. But, you know, nothing really to write home about. <laughs> I mean – Woo. <laughs> my Colts pick, yeah. my Colts picks coming through in the South. Yeah, uh, they, that is very true. I mean, you look at that division, uh, Titans and Colts, Titans 3-0. and Obviously, you know, obviously the game was postponed. We know that. Colts 3-1 and now. Jacksonville 1-3 and and Houston 0-4. and um, I thought Texans would be second. Did not think they would be winless. Um, yeah. They are just as good as the Jets. Woo. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good. Um, yeah, I, I look at that and go, wow. I mean, really, 0-4. Owen? Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. No. Um, Maybe 2-2, two and two, not 0-4. And yeah, and, and, you know, I know we don't have it in our, in our rundown to talk about the Texans because they don't deserve any love. But uh, their games have not – generally been close i mean the first game against the chiefs lost by 14 they lost to the ravens by what six uh, 17 steelers they lost by touchdown okay and then at this vikings game they lost by eight they've got interdivision rivals coming up they've got at home to jags and then at the titans coming up but braxton this texans team yikes um they've got a problem and you got a problem it's not getting any better no. It's not going to. Not at all. Uh, we got two more left to talk, Braxton. Bills, Raiders. Bills won 30-23. Bills are per- perfect 4-0. Josh Allen, 24 for 34, 288 yards, three total touchdowns. He's got a, uh, a, a one was a rushing touchdown. Uh, is this team for real? Are they going to win the division? And will this be the first time in forever we don't see New England taking the AFC East? Hey, man, your, your pick's coming through. Bills are looking pretty good. I, I'm still in wrong with the Patriots, but that Bills team is legit. They really are. Very good. They have got a uh, 123 points scored against 100 allowed. They, you know, they've won all four of their games. Um, this is a fun team. Josh Allen is playing very well. They've won um, close games, really. Every game has been within 10, and uh, they beat the Jets by 10, beat the Dolphins only by three, beat the Rams by three, and beat the Raiders by seven. They are going to Tennessee next week, and then they're playing at home to the Chiefs. So, two tough tests before they go and play the Jets. Um, but Josh Allen looking really good. And then we got the Eagles 49ers from last night. Um, George Kittle, whoa. In a five-point victory for the Eagles, George Kittle, though, in, even in the loss, put up, 15 receptions, 183 yards, one touchdown. Welcome back, George Kittle. <laughs> yeah, one, one, two, and one Eagles, baby. First place. Eagles had those late turnovers, so that helped decide that. And uh, they stopped the 49ers from getting that late two-point conversion. And game probably would have gotten overtime if uh, San Francisco would have gotten that because they had a chance to drive late. But uh, good game last night. Uh, came down to the wire. Yeah, and if you're a, if you have got a fantasy football team, uh, or if you are in the same situation I was, and was hoping, hey, all we need is George Kittle not to have a great day. Well, you were really disappointed. Uh, he dropped 40 points, um, and uh, pretty much ruined my comeback for a chance tonight. So thank you. Um, but George Kittle, dominant, dominant performance. Uh, he is the tight end you want to have on your team. 
So, Braxton, anything else before we move on to on this day? Nothing else on uh, NFL. Okay. Good, good win, Broncos. Thank you for getting a dub. There you go. I know you're happy. They, they're on the board. Um, so, Braxton, do you know what happened on this day back in 2001? I do not. I'm going I'm to tell you right now. Barry, a... Barry Bonds hits his 71st and 72nd home run in an 11-10 loss to the L.A. Dodgers at Pacific Bell Park. He breaks Mark McGuire's MLB single-season home run record. Wow. Damn. He must have been taking some steroids or something. He probably might have been. He might have been, you know. I'm going to have to check on that one for sure. But, you know, imagine that. I mean, you know, taking the whole Peds conversation out of it. Imagine, though, if someone was – you know, hit, hit this many. I mean, I can think back, probably the most recent had to be, was it probably John Carlos Stanton or Judge um, a couple of years ago, probably got what? I think around 50 or maybe they got 50 home runs. In the yeah, 50s. Close to that. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, 70 and 71 or, you know, 71 and 72. Uh, that's just, Wild, and of course, yeah, you bring Peds in the conversation, but uh, it's still. Hey, I'm a fan of Peds. I think they should bring it back. Really, I don't have a problem with them. I don't have a problem with Peds. All right, well, we'll have that conversation later. Um, in 2004, seven-time All-Star and six-time World Champion forward Scotty Pippen announced his retirement from the NBA. Um, we got some birthdays today, Braxton. We got good old Travis Kelsey. He's playing tonight. Yeah. It's his birthday. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and uh, we all love Neil. the great 1990s movie, The Titanic. Kate Winslet, who played Rose, the uh, the main character. Ah. Uh, it is her birthday today. Um, any other birthdays or anything else on this day, Braxton, that I'm forgetting that you got? What Anything else you want to add? I did have one down, 1962. Ooh. James Bond, the first James Bond film uh, starring Sean Connery's release. James Bond. James Bond. I love it. It's pretty good. I love it. Wow. Nice. Okay. Well, we're, we're cooking through this. And if you're still listening to us, Braxton, I, I don't want to take, take this from you. Let's give a little shout out to our socials and everything. Socials, baby. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else. Literally anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers, Rots, and Twitter and Instagram. At Burgers Rocks, almost at a thousand uh, Instagram followers, almost at seven thousand Twitter followers. So go ahead and follow us on there that's, at Burgers Rocks. That's awesome. Yeah, you heard the man. You better listen to Braxton. You better follow because you've already listened into this point. You just give us a follow. So let's talk real quick. I mean, baseball's still going on. We can't forget about that. We've got a really interesting matchup now for the final eight teams that are left in this thing. Um, Braxton, I, I look at this, and this is really, really cool because it's divisional matchups. I mean, this is what we're at. It is a divisional <laughs> matchup. Toronto and Cleveland were eliminated, so now Tampa Bay will take on your Yankees. The Twins and White Sox were eliminated, so the Astros are going to face the A's, and we all remember what happened earlier this year with Ramon Laureano and Alex Centron, the base coach. You know, we know what happened. There's a heated rivalry with those two teams. The Brewers and Cardinals got eliminated. So you got the Dodgers, who everyone goes, that, again, should be the favorites against the young kids on the block, the Padres. 
And then you've got the car, uh, the Cubs and Reds eliminated, and the Miami Marlins, who every time they get to this point win a World Series against the Atlanta Braves. We got some good baseball coming up, Braxton. It, it is going to be good. I'm going to have fun watching the Yankees tonight. That is right. Yankees and Rays, our first pitch at 7 o'clock Central Time. Astros and Athletics will uh, – uh, first pitch will be this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Lance McCullers and Chris Bissett. And then tonight, Garrett Cole and Blake Snell. This is going to be fun. ALDS, remember the rules are um, it is best of five. So it will not just be a best of three like we got in that mega wild card round. Um Brock said, I mean, you're, I know you're pull, pulling for your Yankees. This is where I think the Yankees are going to be done. I think Tampa Bay wins this series. But um, tell me why I should be convinced that New York is going to win this series when Tampa Bay seems to have had the Yankees number this, this season. Let me just go through. We've been injured all season. I mean, when aren't we injured uh, during the regular season? But we got Judge. We got Stanton. Sanchez is hitting again. Uh, we got Aaron Boone, and we got Garrett Cole. Come on, man. The Yankees, they've got the experience to get through this. Uh, they've got the big hitters. They're hitting it out of the park. You're not stopping them, as you saw uh, versus Cleveland last week. Uh, so I'll, I'll go Yankees. I'll, I'll do the bias. I'll go Yankees. But I knew you wouldn't go against your team. I mean, you know, why would you? <laughs> it, it, it's the experience, man. I'm, it's the experience. That helps a lot. <laughs> All right, well, and the drive because we got Chapman and uh, we've been kicked out by the cheating Astros every year, so we want to actually win a World Series. We want to win a World Series. Well, hey, we're right there with you. Um, okay, so this is a this is a let's talk Oakland and A's. The game going on in, in a little bit. Um, Oakland won the series this season seven to three. This is an Astros team that I got. I got to pull something up, Braxton. I'm pulling up on my phone. Uh, I saw this on Facebook. It's a little comic article. We'll probably retweet it on our account. Um, it, it says uh, the NBC Sports Authentic, whoever you know made this graphic. It's funny. It says you got Correa and Altuve, and Correa says, "What are they going to say now?" You know they're in the playoffs, and here's a, a bunch of A's saying three and seven record against us, twenty nine and thirty one record overall, second place, career low batting averages. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? This is an Oakland team that has dominated um, the a- the Astros. The Astros are twenty nine and thirty one, but yet got to the playoffs because they ended up being second. That just shows the AL West was not good. <laughs> and the Astros. I mean, what if, Go ahead. Yeah. What What if this Astros team is just playing the long con, playing possible all year, and they're actually really good still? <laughs> oh, I choked on my own spit. Hold on. Oh, hey, you know, if you're talking to the Astros, that's what they would do. They, they, you know, you're, you're coughing, you're, you're imitating a trash can, fastball's coming. Uh, you know, you're giving but a I mean, sign. Yeah, they made, they made out of the first round. I mean, no one expected that. Uh, this uh, this Houston team, I talked about experience. That experience is going to help. Uh, I, I hope the A's win. I pick the A's, but I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if uh, Houston wins this series. I will not be. Yeah, look, this team, um, you know, just going through batting averages, George Springer's 265, Brantley's 300, Kyle Tucker's done really great for them at 268, um, Correa at 264, Altuve, though, the shocker at 219. You know, you haven't seen that number from him. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i with you. I mean, this is not a bad Astros team. Yes, their record is not good. I mean, but these guys can still play. I don't want to trash them to that level. I mean, I, we've already trashed them enough. 
continue because they have cheated in the past. But Lance McCullers is a good pitcher. Uh, but same as Chris Bassett. Uh, Bassett, um, apologies for saying it wrong. These two guys, this should be a really good low-scoring game tonight. If you're going off the starting pitchers, it should be a very low-scoring game. Um, the Twins were let down in the, in the previous series. Uh, Twins have not – they've lost, what, 18 straight in the playoffs. So the Astros won late, won what they needed to do. I hope this is a good series. I hope it goes to five. This is what you want in a baseball series. You want a good, deep series against two teams that honestly hate each other. I hope this goes to five. I'm picking Oakland, and I did pick Oakland, um, but I hope it goes to five. Yeah, yeah I think the A's getting uh, done. Dodgers, Padres. Um, I've got Dodgers winning this one, but look, this is such a good young Padres team. Man, they have been in the news. Fernando Tatis, this guy, this team is good. But I think Dodgers win this. From I'll go off what you said from the experience. But really, Padres also showing, hey, we don't really need this experience to show how dominant and how fun we're playing. But I think the Dodgers will kind of put the flame out. I think this is where Padres go home. But this is not the last we're going to see the Padres for a long time. Um, but I got Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers, my World Series pick. Um, uh, they've got the best team probably, uh, especially with Mookie Betts. And Bellinger, you got Kershaw, who actually showing up in the playoffs. See if that continues. So um, I'll go with Dodgers. Um, and then the last match we've got, Marlins and Braves. Uh, the funny statistic out there when the Marlins are in this position, um, they've won a World Series the last two times. If they did it this year, whoa, um, that would be a definition of 2020. Uh, just unreal. Um, I, I, I think the Braves will win this, though. Um, Braves were able to shut out the Reds and not just win both games and, you know, have, I mean, they had, I mean, they won both games, but they did not allow a run. That's impressive. And this Braves team has got some young talent. I think, I think Miami's little dream run will end to the Braves. Uh, and I think the Braves will win in four games. I think Marlins will get a will get a win somewhere, but I think the Braves will win in four. Yeah, you said uh, uh, Braves shut up the Reds, but I mean Braves didn't have any points uh, first game till like the thirteenth inning. So hopefully um, they can get some offense if they want to win this series. Uh, they have five the second game, but if Miami scoring, scoring, um, yeah, Miami, Braves could go home. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be uh, a really uh, entertaining matchup, I think, of some young talent um, in Miami and, and, and uh, Atlanta. Now, remember, these games are going to be played in the bubble. They are not played at home ballparks. Um, this is what was agreed upon. Um, so some of these games are going to be out in California and uh, in Petco Park. Um, and, and, and to be more specific, um, just to give you where these games are, um, Astros Athletics are going to be played in California at Dodger Stadium today. Yankees Rays are on California in San Diego at Petco Park. And then tomorrow, uh, we'll see the Mar Marlins and Braves down in Houston at Minute Maid. And then we'll see um, Padres and Dodgers tomorrow night in Arlington at Globe Life Field. So, um, interesting how we're in this bubble um, you know, and it's that is it, very would it make a little bit more sense in a way. I mean, obviously, you don't want if you were going to do a bubble, you're not going to have the Astros playing at Minute Maid. Um, but, you know, it's weird kind of seeing, you know, some teams. Well, not really weird when I look at it because the A's are in California. 
But I don't know. It, it's weird having Dodgers playing not at you know in California, even if they didn't get to play at Dodger Stadium. You know, put them over at Petco or something. But having them play in Arlington, this is the weird times we live in. You know. Yeah, they should have put them at least all together, maybe just yeah. two separate, not all over Definitely the country. Definitely weird. So, I Braxton, we had our uh, last spot. Who you share Berg and Brock with? Um, you want me to start, or you want to go for it? I'll go first. Um, so, uh, to honor the World Teachers Day, Qatar Airlines is giving out 21,000 complimentary tickets um, to anywhere they want in the world uh, to thank them for their work and continued um, their education through COVID-19. So 21,000 complimentary tickets. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so going off of our baseball theme, I've got this. This was an article that ABC News posted um, back on October 1st. Pretty cool story. So grandfather uh, Randy Long of Montgomery, Alabama, he was cleaning out his garage, and he found an old bucket of baseballs that he would use, that he used to pitch to his son and his grandson. And he took him to a local batting cage, and he left the and he left the baseballs there. But he put a he put a note with the bucket, and I wanted to read this. And I think this is a really good reminder. It's just one of those little you know maybe tear jerking stories. But he says it says free. Hope someone can get some of these baseballs, can get some use out of these baseballs in the batting cages. I found them cleaning at my garage. I pitched them to my son and grandson for countless rounds. My son is now 46. My grandson is now 23. Um, I'm 72, and what I won't give to pitch a couple of buckets to them. They both moved away. If you, have fa- uh, if, you, uh, if you are a father, cherish these times. You won't believe how quickly they'll be gone. God bless. P.S. Give them a hug and tell them you love them every chance you get. Kind of one of those stories of, you know, as you, you move through life, um, you know, you get these opportunities, these moments. You remember being a kid or, you know, Braxton, when we have kids and we grow up, you know, we get older. You know, we'll have these moments in our life. And it's a reminder, enjoy every little bit of it because it goes fast. And um, really cool story. And his grandson posted and shared on Twitter and said that he'd make it down there and they'd go and and, uh, get some batting uh, practice in at the cages again. And um, just kind of a cool story to share Berger and Brock with. I mean, that's a good old family story right there that nothing beats spending time with your family and doing the little things and, you know, hitting up a batting cage, whether it's in a batting cage or going to play golf, playing basketball, uh, playing, having game night with your family. It's those little things never take it for granted. So uh, that's what I wanted to share today. Yeah, I saw that. That was an amazing uh, yeah. story. Uh, that's so, a, that hey, that, that's a good episode right there. We covered a lot, a lot going on, my friend. Yes, sir. Can't wait for this next episode uh, this coming week with our OU Texas breakdown. Maybe not won't be as good as um, other years, but OU Texas uh, is nothing so. better. We hope so. We hope it's good. We hope it's better. <laughs> we'll help. We hope. All right, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brots. And stay up to date with our latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Make sure you are registered to vote and make sure you wear a mask uh, for Matt and I. Thanks for listening.